Hey beauties, this is Aisha with Life, Love, and Lessons. I wanted to just say something real quick this morning. This is Saturday morning. It's still really early. My kids are still knocked out. Long day yesterday. But, um, I'm sitting here and I'm just listening to a show, and which I do from time to time. And it's, you know, the show has different relationships on it and stuff like that. And there's somebody that's in, was in a relationship that failed and they were married, but the husband doesn't want to give a divorce to the wife, even though they're done. They both moved on with their lives. He's had girlfriends, she's had boyfriends, all that. And so he said, and somebody asked him, why don't you just go ahead and get a divorce? And he said, God doesn't make mistakes. And I kind of laughed because I was like, no, he's absolutely right. God doesn't make mistakes. But we do. And so in the cases in which we make mistakes, because we are human and we are in line forever, in line to fall, in line to fail. But... As long as you have time, space, and opportunity, there's opportunities to also fix the failures, to fix when you fall, to apologize when you make a mistake or when you err. And I think that sometimes we don't spend enough time, you know, going back to the things that we've done and fix them. You know, everything has a lesson in it. And one of my favorite things to say is, even in the mess, there's a message, right? The word mess is in the word message. So even in the mess, there's a message. And so we can learn something from every experience that we personally have. And even from the experiences that happen around us. Whether it's family members going through things or, you know, friends or watching things on the news. There's a message in everything. But it's up to us to heed and pay attention to the message. Heed the warnings. And then make a proactive choice to do something. Whether it's make a smarter or better choice. Whether it's to go the opposite way. Whether it's to let go. Whether it's to say sorry. Whether it's to forgive. Whatever it is. We have to be proactive in it. And I think too many times. We'll just walk away from relationships or situations or whatever. And not do the fixing part. And that's even to say, like, even if you're not going to be together, like, at least, you know, like, I feel like if you've had a relationship with somebody and it's for a long time, don't you think that you guys owe that to each other to try to form some semblance of, of, you know, and it might not always be peace. Like, that's might not always be the goal or what's going to happen at the end of it. But to get to the point of figuring it out getting to the point of you know understanding and when you have a misunderstanding with somebody if you have a falling out with somebody 
if there's a way to get back to the center and apologize or you know try to make amends then why do we not try to do that you know and listening to this particular person like they made light of the situation but it was clear that they still love the person but I think that there's sometimes we feel in the acknowledgement of how we affect other people and it seems to me in that particular instance that's what happened where you know this person feels like there's no mistakes but clearly you as a human being made some mistakes and probably your partner did as well but when do you come around and you say okay you know what we're in this situation because of the mistakes that I made because of the choices that I made because of the things that I've done and I'm genuinely sorry whether that leads to us getting back together or if that leads to us just going along our merry ways like whatever it leads to but mending that break in some type of way when it's possible to do that because it's not always possible to do that You know, I know a lot of times when people go through things like, you know, I know when I was going through things, I had a lot of questions, right? Like, why? Why did this happen? What was I lacking in? What, you know, how did I contribute? How can I not do this in the future? You know, what role did I play? All these things. But we can have whatever dialogue we want to have with ourselves. And you can even answer some of the questions yourselves. But sometimes... You do need the other party to help, you know, fill in some of those gaps and fill in some of those those blanks. But I see quite often when we, you know, we fall, we fail, and it's just like, all right, well, I, I'm, I messed that up. Next. But at what point do we? try try to get to the fixing part especially in situations where you know say you it was a failed relationship but you guys have kids together you know or it was a failed relationship but you guys still have business you know dealings together or still moving in the same social circles whatever it is if there's still some semblance of relationship there if there's a way to mend some of that why not do it so I think that yes, we can fall, we can make mistakes, but I also think it's it takes a big person to say, you know what, I faltered and I'm sorry. You know, I think for me personally, when when I had a situation like that with, you know, the the person I was in a relationship with, when I found out that they cheated, and the one thing that I wanted to to feel and to hear was that they were sorry, like genuinely sorry. And I still never really got that. And might never get it, you know. But could that have made a difference? It could have, you know. It could have made a difference. And so I say when we do have the space and opportunity to try to make amends for things that we've done against other people. Especially people that we say we love. Or do love. Or have loved. Why are we not invested in doing that? So that's all. <laughs> that's all for today. That's all I got. Uh, I, you know, just 
listening to this person say that God makes no mistakes. But I'm like, yeah, you're right. He does not. But we do. And what do you do with the mistakes? What do you do with the missteps? You just walk away? Or is there some fixing that can be done? And are you willing to do that? Are you capable of doing that? Do you see see the, the benefit in doing that? Would you do it? You know, I know apologizing is not always easy. I, you know, especially, you know, if you feel like, oh, I wasn't as wrong as <laughs> the other person. Or, you know, I did this because they did that. But as adults, we do have to learn how to take responsibility. And I think a huge part of of that that ownership and taking responsibility for our actions is when you do mess up, that you're able to say sorry, that you're able to fix it. And not say sorry like, you know, I'm sorry that happened. No, like if you're genuinely sorry, if you see the hurt that you caused somebody and you genuinely feel bad about it and you don't want to do it anymore. Or was the break and then, you know, now you're in a different space. It's not too late to to give that, that apology, that mend. So, that's it. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you guys really, really soon. Peace and blessings, y'all. When we speak, we give things life. When we speak, we give things life. When we speak... We give things life. And when I say speak, it could be through your lips, taking paper and using pen on paper. It could be repeating it to a voice recorder. The one thing that I notice time and time again, when I look at traumas or family traumas or what some people might call family curses, is the fact that we don't speak. We hide information like dirty secrets in the dark, afraid of light being shed on it. But the light is the one thing that can help. To not only expose the dirt, but to help us with the dirt. If we don't speak on what hurts us and what haunts us. Sometimes we can't even get a full grasp or understanding until it can pass our lips and hit our ears for our own Our own processing. And so I say, part of what holds us back is our difficulty in speaking, even when it is truthful, even though it might be difficult. And the things of which we need to speak might be painful and hurtful, 
But sometimes they are necessary. I feel like we get wrapped up in keeping hold of things. And these things are the same things that will keep us imprisoned. So I say, speak. Mothers, tell your daughters your plight. Fathers, tell your sons your plight. Mothers, share with your sons. Fathers, share with your daughters. Brothers and sisters, share with each other. Let's stop keeping dirty secrets and letting them hold power over us, over our lives, over our freedom, over our happiness. I say unveil the cover of shame. Unveil the cover of judgment and worry and anxiety and fear and all those things that keep us in prison but also give power to the secrets. Speak. Tell somebody. Speak. Unveil. Speak. You know, I was just looking at a a story and it's so crazy how, you know, they say art imitates life. And even in this story, even though it's a quote unquote made up story, but you know that this is things that happen in real life. And so that's where the realism comes in at. And the fact that there are times when we have these family secrets or individual secrets or things that have happened to us, traumas or, you know, things that have happened in our families or, you know, experiences that have happened and they're not shared. And then we're surprised when it may have been something that your mom went through and you're going through it and then you see your own child going through it and you can't grasp how does this keep happening over and over and over again. Where are these patterns coming from? And some of the way in which we progenate these patterns is because we don't speak about them. We don't heal them. We don't discuss them. We don't figure them out. And there's power in doing that. There's power in understanding. There's power in the disclosure. You know, I think about dynamics in my own family. And sometimes I sit and I say, wow, like, that's crazy. Like, I went through this. And my mama went through this. And my grandmama went through this. But I don't want this to before my daughter. And so I have to speak on it. Not only with myself, but with my sisters, with my mom, with my daughter when it's time. So that the same mistakes are not made over and over again. And I'm the hugest proponent of we can help each other through our experiences. 
We can help each other through the share. You don't know who you may touch. You don't know who may have the same story. You don't know who may catch the lesson. It's not too late. But the thing that keeps it going is our silence. And no matter how many times you try to cover it up, no matter how many times you try to silence it, it doesn't make it disappear. So you can call it what you want, a curse or whatever it is. But the bottom line is we have the power to squash it. We have the power to change it. But sometimes the only way in which you can change something is you have to reveal it first. I say speak on it. Speak. Speak power over what you want. Speak power over what you don't want. But speak.